Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. And I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of anecdotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. Emily here. And Christy. And we are so excited for this week's episode, special edition, Thanksgiving. What? It's such an important (laughs) holiday. I think people tend to overlook it. We're probably the two people the most excited for Thanksgiving. I'm going to be real with you. Maybe ever. I'm not sure. As soon as we hang up from this, I'm going to go heat up some pumpkin spice Trader Joe's almond milk and put some whipped cream Mm. on that. And that's going to be my nightcap. So thank you, Trader Joe's. And it's only that like that sounds so bloody it's good. So holy moly good. Like carbs aside, it's only 18 grams for a cup, which is kind of a lot, but also like I do half a cup and just do the other half uh sugar-free whipped cream. <laughs> See where the night takes that's, me. That's the right ratio, to be honest. I think so. Well, Christy is the only other person I know, aside from my twin sister, my twister, Laura, who is as excited for Thanksgiving as I am. This girl is an autumnal princess, this girl being Christy on the other end of this phone. She lives for all things Thanksgiving, pumpkin, apple picking, you name it, she's done it. It's autumnal. It's Christy Least. So take it away. Wow. Super accurate. Um, yeah, so Emily and I have been talking about the Thanksgiving episode a little bit just because I think a lot of people, myself in previous years included, tend to get very scared of what should be a perfectly joyous occasion because, let's be honest, Thanksgiving in diabetic language means carbs. It's, it's scary. Just it's scary. It's just the truth. There are a lot of carbs. It's an all-day thing. I think we've talked about long weekends to death, but to be honest, that plays such a big role in Thanksgiving as well because it's just – it tends to not just be a day. It's like days of grazing like and days. eating. And Thanksgiving starts early because if you're like me, you are definitely waking up bright and early to see – the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I do it Legit, every year. Same. same. And then the dog show. Uh, naturally. 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 Um, I do love the dog show. They prance like little queens. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was born to be a dog shower. I just never got there. Moving on. The point is, you are up early on Thanksgiving. If you're like me, you're low when you travel. And I'm definitely traveling on Thanksgiving. So I have made something of a game plan for myself to not just get through, but hopefully enjoy Thanksgiving as much as I possibly can. And loosely what that game plan looks like is getting up to enjoy my damn parade because, you know, usually I would say darn, but this is serious business. I want to enjoy my damn parade. It is a carb-free event that is pure joy that you do not (laughs) need to bolus for. 
You can feast on the joy. You don't need to feast on the carbs. Unless you're like me and you want some form of breakfast. But I think basically what I'm going to try to do, and this is me talking really calm. We'll see how this goes the day of, but I'm really going to try. Expecting manic I know myself. (laughs) I feel like if if I set this plan, the chances of me sticking even vaguely to it are so much better than if I just don't vocalize it, like, at all. So... I want to do my best to get myself to a really good blood sugar spot after breakfast because appetizers are always a really big part of my world. Um, even if I'm asked to set the table, I'm probably grabbing like a handful of the turkey on my way to like set some plates. Oh my God, I your love parents eating let you eat wa- the turkey before Thanksgiving, like dinner? What kind of free for all hospital are you from? I won't be with my parents this year for Thanksgiving, so oh, they don't so have sorry. to be attentive. No, I mean, it's fine. I'll be with my boyfriend's family, so You're hopefully his parents won't be family? alarmed. I'm going to Zach's family for oh, turkey sorry. day. That's huge. Rich's family invited me, and I was like, my mom's a chef. Sorry, bye. <laughs> Literal words. Um, my mom burnt my Eggo waffles as a child, so I had no problem. With well, we love family. you. We love you, Christy's mom. You're a champ. Oh my God! Yes, Norma, dear God. Now I'm I, obviously I'm gonna miss my family, but you know, mix it up. Why not? Zach's family's closer. I like them a lot. Anyway, the point is, I snack a lot, and I snack a lot throughout the day. And appetizers are just so important to me. I truly believe in a lifestyle that involves as many piles of cheese atop a cracker as possible. Retweet. So, but I also don't want to be injecting myself constantly all day so I want to get myself in like a really level place after breakfast so if I do a little bit of like free cracker grabbing throughout the day it won't destroy me and I don't know how your pattern has been on holidays but I know for myself because I tend to dip in that like four or five o'clock hour which is typically the witching hour as Norma calls it Took the words out of my mouth. That is what my mom calls it. It's true, though. You know, the sun goes down. My blood sugar goes down. It's just kind of how it's always worked for me. But because that tends to be around dinner time for a lot of holidays, at least in my household, we tend to eat on the earlier side for things like Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter. So if I let myself drop too much, I'll end up low before the big meal kicks off. And then I feel like I need to compensate at dinner and just eat a ton to fix that low. And then I'll end up really high after dinner. It's a roller and it's just like a, It's a vicious cycle. But then the other thing that can happen, much like the turkey gets stuffed, so do the people eating it. And <laughs> that's the best thing I've ever said. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I chuckled, but it wasn't audible enough. My bad, my bad. I chuckle to myself. It's fine. It's the funniest thing I've ever said. Um, <laughs> not really. We're just tired. We are so um, exhausted. The point Sorry is, if you could see us now, you'd if, be if horrified. I, yeah, if, I use the, if I use the phrase, the point is, one more time, the point is just going to be all kinds of lost. So as I was saying, you <laughs> underscore, eat a, you the, point eat a, <laughs> the point is, um, you eat a lot on Thanksgiving. You especially eat a lot at dinner and as much as I have been low before big meals, I have also let myself go high before big meals, trying to avoid those lows. And then you might do this horrible thing where you overdose for what you're eating because you want to correct. But 
holidays are such a tricky time when you're traveling, and if you're like me, you've had a lot of wine. And a lot of wine. Even if you a lot, a lot, of, a lot, a lot. A lot I, of wine. I drink a lot. I drink a, a lot. lot of wine. I drink a lot. Of, I drink, all right. <laughs> I love my wine. Sue I me. love wine. I was talking about myself too, especially my grandma. Shout out to Grandma Barbara. If, if you're listening to this, let me know who showed you how to work a podcast. <laughs> love you. You rock. Don't ever change. The same grandma that is in the episode, damn it, Grandma, I'm diabetic. That's how amazing she is. Go listen to that episode, season one. Um, she is one for the hey, wine. Barbara. Hey, Barb. What's up, Grandma Barb? She loves that wine. It's a really Thanksgiving. It's so it's a good. Really Thanksgiving it goes with the turkey. Well. Yeah, you do, you do some nice mulled wine even. You know, like if you're feeling autumnal and festive and warm, if you're in a cold climate, I'm going home to Florida, so I'm going to be all over that red wine and turkey and, you know, We'll get to me in a minute. Sorry. Continue about your 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 Thanksgiving routine, Christy. Sorry, I was just daydreaming about wine. Um, anyway, so if you <laughs> if you kidding. over bolus, no, I'm not kidding at all. If you over bolus for the meal that you're about to have, in addition to whatever effects you're having from traveling, in addition to the lots and lots and lots and lots of wine that we've already mentioned, um. You can still drop after dinner, and I know it's a very odd concept for non-pancreatically challenged people to understand. Pancreatically even capable. If you, right. <laughs> even if you have had a lot of carbs, and you've had, we are holding it together by like a thread here. Even if you've had a lot of carbs, <laughs> and you have been eating all day, that does not mean that you're not going to go later if you overbolus. That still can happen. Later you could have had. Yeah. You could. Yeah, yeah. You can have an entire bowl of mashed potatoes, but if you take too much insulin for it, you might still need juice boxes later. And it is possibly the worst feeling in the world to be so stuffed full of food and have to wake up in the middle of the night and take juice boxes. So I think... I love that you say take juice boxes like it's a medication. Take juice boxes. Did you take juice box? Juicy juice. (laughs) It sounds like the prescription for it. Yeah. Juicy J. Um... My favorite is the the grape. <laughs> but similar, like on an important level, Christy's so right. The last, you know, I've only had diabetes for three years. I'm like a broken record. I feel like that's all I say on this podcast. But this is my third Thanksgiving with type one. And my first Thanksgiving, I was terrified of, of the whole idea of it. And my mother's a chef. Um, shout out to you, mom. You rock, don't ever change. She is the daughter of Barbara. So she also enjoys a glass of wine and has instilled that in me as well, which is why Christy and I are, Christy and I are kindred spirits, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so my mom makes these Get amazing it? Kindred meals. spirits, like wine Like wine spirits. spirits. Oh, she just gets me on every level. Moving on. Um, Your mom makes amazing meals. My mom is an amazing chef and she... I really am barely holding it together here, pals. Okay. Uh, she, when I was first diagnosed, I was like, this is it. No more pumpkin pie. No more pecan pie. No more all the pies. No more amazing cornbread stuffing, which is amazing. Not as good as the pies, but amazing. I'm just a pie person. I have a sweet tooth, which is a big problem as diabetic. But again, not to perpetuate a stereotype, I am blessed with insulin to cover these things. So the first year that I had type one, I was terrified to even try anything and I barely ate and I was uh, ate the Thanksgiving meal that is aside from the proteins and a little bit of carbs here and there. And I totally forewent, foregone, whatever words are hard, the pies. And I was so sad about it. And Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday for obvious reasons. 
re my mom's chef. And the next year I was like, all right, I'm going balls to the walls. Let's do this. I'm going to just bolus <laughs> and figure out what I want to do. And I have my Dexcom. I'll monitor it. If I go high, I'll just give myself more insulin. So I bolused, but I overshot it and forgot to factor or didn't properly factor in all that red wine that I was drinking, which, you know, remember lowers your blood sugar for most cases. Um, also don't bolus for alcohol. Also, I'm not a doctor, so don't listen to anything I'm saying, but pretending that you are listening to what I'm saying, even though you shouldn't be, I went low. I had an entire Thanksgiving meal, including slivers of pies and went low. And do you know how hard it is to explain to your parents that you need more food after they are judging you for eating all the food that you just ate? They're looking at me dead in the eyes into my soul because, you know, they birthed me, they raised me, they made this. And they were like, that's disgusting. And you want a meal after your meal. They were like, Emily, like cool it with the food. And I'm like, listen, Diana, Nathan, you gave me life. I love you. I have diabetes. I don't want to eat. I want to throw up, but no, I have to down whatever. And instead of being a smart person like Christy and going for juicy juice or something that is not super heavy and would not make me want to throw up everywhere, I, of course, always go for the pies, cookies, whatever is in closest range. Also, my aunts and uncles always seem to bring, you know, those really fun, like super caramely chocolates from like um, Peterbrook or whatever we have down south. And holy moly, that ish is good. So I reached for all the wrong things, which is probably why I gained so much weight my first year of having type one, which I have since lost. But it is such a juggle for me to figure out, like I'm still learning, like many of our listeners are, or if you're a seasoned diabetic and have had it for 50 years, 60 years, or 10 or five, who knows? Each year is different. Like I go through my routine where I get up, I watch the parade, I watch the dog show. I help my mom's, like I set the table. I'll, you know, hang out with my sisters, maybe catch, catch up with a friend for a little bit, but I try not to eat too much. My dad is a big proponent of fasting until the big meal, um, which is something I I, used to do that. Yeah. I used to clean to be able to do that. Yeah. I used to do that as well. Now I'll have like an apple or like I'll eat, you know, I'll have a yogurt for breakfast. You absolutely don't want to go cold turkey. Like (laughs) Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, good one. Thank no, you, you don't want to go too. You don't want to go too heavy in the morning for obvious reasons. You have to leave room in there. But the last thing that you want to do is leave yourself in a place of having a low during the day because it, especially on Thanksgiving, it's so avoidable and it's a day that should be about celebrating and enjoying what you want. It's a day about being thankful. So like. Let's all be as thankful together as we can be for insulin. It's there for a reason. So, like, flowing through our veins. Everyone needs to come down from, like, their goals and health focus for just, like, a day. You know, don't throw caution to the wind and be like, oh, I'm just not taking insulin today. That would be actually insane. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is cover the food you're eating because you can. You have this seemingly magical chemical that is there to support your endeavors, potato. But don't overdo it because it can also dessert. scare the shit out of you. Like, be, be careful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can't, Walk the you line, can't, fam. Walk the line. Yeah, you can't eat the whole table, but have the foods you want. Hey, listen, you, you know, can. Maybe you have, like... 300 units available for you. 
you do that. You do you, man. But what we're saying is what works for us is picking and choosing and covering, you know, being smart about what we cover and factoring in those glasses of wine, factoring in that we rather not stuff our face. Many glasses. Yeah, many, many glasses. Factoring in that we might not want to go for midnight seconds if you're still super full. Like, I mean, I always rather not go low. I, you know, maybe it has to do with my my upbringing who knows what it is but yeah, I, rather... I think just especially especially on this day like what yeah I think the thing about Thanksgiving that really needs to be embraced like it is a challenge but fully embrace it I think it's really worth it to try to dose yourself really really reasonably I'm probably gonna drop a unit here or there just to ensure that I'm not overdoing something because like we've been saying, forcing yourself to drink juice on a full stomach, like you're gonna throw up <laughs> or poop a bunch. I mean it's just, whatever it's gonna be it bad. comes out, like it's just not pleasant and you know, Christy's gonna be at her boyfriend's parents, so wherever <laughs> your travels take you, if you know, like I, it's not the end of the world for me because I'll just be at home with my sisters and my parents. But you know, let's say you're traveling or you're traveling the day of. So a lot of people travel day of and that can affect your blood sugars as well. And so you wanna make sure that you're on top of it. This isn't a day to necessarily throw caution to the wind, but it's a day to accept that your numbers are going to be what they're going to be and not beat yourself yeah, up about th- it and celebrate. I, th- family I, think that, and be I think that's the thing to focus on. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not disregarding all the things you should be doing and not taking care of yourself. It's about understanding what taking, your, taking care of yourself really means. And on this particular day, taking care of yourself probably doesn't mean forcing yourself to stay between like 80 and a hundred because if you're well, eating the things actually that actually does that, <laughs> Christy and I are poster the, children for like you know uh, just not you know, not I live in your best life and for us that doesn't mean staying so tight like that. I mean, one thing that I do recommend and shout out to my friend Ian who pointed this out to me one of my first uh, my first years with type one. He is a great pancreas pal. Um, he is also on an insulin pump. He's on a different one than I am. I believe he just got the closed loop system. So. Amazing for you, Ian. But um, I am on the Omnipod and the Dexcom, and my Omnipod and Dexcom do not um, do not talk to each other yet. They do not communicate like his stuff does now. But I, he told me that it's always smart to change out your infusion site, your infusion set, sorry, your Omnipod, whatever. Get a new pump on the morning of. Thanksgiving and make sure that everything's working and absorption's working. Or maybe for you, it's the, or for if you have problem with absorption the first 24 hours, do it the night before. But make sure you have a clean, fresh start. You don't want us to do Thanksgiving on a three day old pump. Um, it's coming up for me. To ch- I have to change my Omnipod right after this podcast. It's expired. It's beeping at me. I will fudge it for a few hours and let it that go and beep at me. And so I can use up. I still have 19 units left in this pump. Like I want to use up as much of that as I can, but I also don't want that scar tissue. You know, there's so many different vari- variables that are involved with pumps for all my fellow pumpers out there. Um, I know that I will change my Omnipod regardless first thing that morning just to make sure I have a clean you know, a clean flow of insulin coming in. And I, you know, we, Christy and I were talking about this a little bit before, like the way I do Thanksgiving is I'll go up for seconds. Like I don't sit down and I'm like, oh, this is all I'm going to eat. Like I, you know, no more for me. 
I know I'm indecisive. I know that I love my mom's sweet potato casserole, but it's mostly brown sugar. So I'll have a little bit of that, but maybe go for a little bit more stuffing and do a temp basil or, you know, bolus half of that now and then half later. It's, it's a definitely a lot of variables, but I know that I know the way I buffet. I know the way my, uh, my mom makes things. And I know that I am, I usually, I'm ashamed to say this, but I usually have bigger eyes than stomach. Like I'm all talk, I'm half talk. Like I could definitely put away an entire pie, but not now that I'm type one, I would not recommend that, but I (laughs) know what I'm capable of eating and I will bolus for what's on my plate. And then sometimes I'll accidentally bolus too much. And that's probably why I went low last time as well as factoring in the wine and everything. So I don't want to, I don't want to insulin stack. That's where you get kind of dangerous. And that's where you bolus on bolus on bolus instead of waiting a few hours and seeing what happens. Like I'll go back for seconds or thirds or they go for dessert and I'm bolusing and bolusing for all this stuff, not knowing how the wine and how the previous bolus calculation was correct. Like, I don't know all these factors. So then I'll go low. So it's important to have a clean new infusion site on. That's a big recommendation. Shout out to Ian for telling me that it's important to know your, your dinner. If you're going to be served things in different, um, different stages, if you're going to have appetizers and then that'll last for 30 minutes, you know, then have a main meal, then have dessert, or if it's buffet style and it's a free for all and, you know, it's like my family and everyone loves to eat. So we just eat, eat, neat. Um, I know Christy, you have a different buffet technique than I do though. Yeah, I think just, it, it's probably a pump versus injection type of headset, yeah. but because I think about things so in terms of in units rather than by carb, I prefer to make a big fat plate, like just a big single plate with everything I think I'm capable of eating. And then probably, like I said, I'm going to knock off probably like two or three units just anticipating like some kind of a drop later in the night. That's just always my pattern on the holidays. I just always drop later. So I'm going to tolerate a little bit of that spike. Plus, I know I'm injecting again for dessert. So after I make my big dinner plate and I take a shot of Novolog for what exactly is on the plate in front of me, which, like, chances are I'm going to eat the whole thing, um, like, I can, if I feel afterwards, like, I'll kind of let it sit and digest. I try not to have dessert immediately after. Um, I'll try to process how I'm feeling and just go from there if I feel like, oh, I probably didn't need to drop those units or, oh, I should have taken a little less like dessert is a second chance to kind of do something about that because I can take an extra unit or I can knock a unit off there as well if I feel like I still under overdid it so that's kind of my that's kind of my headset is using dessert as smartly as I possibly can and for me that means being really controlled in the morning so that I can do some daytime grazing going gentler on dinner and then letting dessert kind of base off of dinner accounting for things like are we going for a post dinner walk which sometimes I do on Thanksgiving you know how many glasses of wine have I had be realistic with yourself Christy <laughs> don't and lie now's not a time to lie to yourself <laughs> now is not a time to lie <laughs> and you know just accounting for all of those little factors that can affect what's going to happen later because it is really my goal like I said Thanksgiving is going to be a challenge I know it is it always is I'm welcoming it with open arms, 
but I really do have to think not just about what my blood sugar is going to do in the moment, and I would really rather see it spike in the moment and then kind of come down naturally later because I know that's going to happen. I see it every holiday. I have something that is just like rich in sugar and rich in all of those super processed carbs that make you spike initially and then drop down later. And it's that drop down later I just don't want to suffer for. So I'm going to do my best to avoid that. But again, just be thankful that you have the resources to deal with all of these things. You have insulin if you go high, you have juice boxes if you go low, and you have a meter to and you have a meter to tell you which way it's going. <laughs> love insulin, love it. <laughs> I'm thankful for all of my still functioning organs. And please share your Thanksgiving stories with us, too, because as much as I have my little game plan here, I am always so more than happy to hear recommendations or horror stories in terms of things to avoid. Yeah, Um, true. We count on you guys as much as we count on each other and as much as you guys count on us. So (laughs) any advice or hard lessons learned you can share, honestly, we can use Thanksgiving, all of us together, as a trial run for Christmas because... Or Hanukkah. That tends to be like, or, or Hanukkah, or any of the other <laughs> wintarian holidays. Yes, yes. Because, um, I mean, it just tends to be a season of eating. Like, the it end is. of December, heading, into, heading into the new year, it's whatever you're celebrating, you're probably celebrating with copious amounts of food. And while I think that's beautiful. We support you. I think thanks. Yeah, I, I'm going to be doing the same thing. I think Thanksgiving can be a really good trial for that, you know? Let's figure out kind of what works and what doesn't. yeah now and work together to figure it out uh tag us on in your thanksgiving meals on instagram or hashtag pancreas pals if you want us to check it out we'll comment we're always looking we're keeping an eye on the prize we want to see your food yeah mostly we're in it for the food and any tips and tricks that you guys have but mostly the food so really if if you're diabetic or if you're not really anyone that you know get them to tag pancreas pals we want the food we want the food or the wine you know drinks too we support a good Instagram of wine. Our our Instagram story that day is just going to be like me wine. numbering which glass of wine I'm on throughout the day. It's going to be us, Christy and I, just having selfies cheersing with, grand- from yeah, with grandparents away. and cheersing to each other from states away. So we hope that you guys tune in 
Um, maybe I'll get Grandma Barbara to make a guest appearance on our Instagram stories. <laughs> that would be a hoot. Um, anyways, have a great holiday, Christy. Have a great holiday to all of our pals out there. And we're so excited for our final Happy episode next week. Woohoo! All right. Have a great one, guys. <laughs>